This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use, and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also, there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity, and storytelling. So open up the Notes app on your phone, and let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to this special series of the podcast where I'll be speaking to female podcasters about their podcasting journey so far, the lessons they've learned, any challenges they've overcome or faced, and what advice they would give you, someone starting out in the podcasting space. So let's go meet today's guest. I would like to welcome today's guest, Michelle Daniel. Michelle is a business strategist that works with solopreneurs and freelancers to scale their business to fully booked and beyond. She is the host of the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, which provides bite-sized actionable strategy tips that you can immediately implement in your business for growth. Michelle, hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It is so great to be here. I love that you have your own podcast now. Yay, I know. It's funny. I don't know if I've ever told you the story, but a coach I was working with back in February, March had mentioned it. And I was like, oh, no, no. (laughs) And then a couple, I think it was in May. I don't know, that seed, they talk about seeds growing. She planted the seed. And then one day I thought, oh, I don't like writing content. I should start a podcast like it was my original, (laughs) my original idea. So yeah, it has been a journey, but no, we are here to talk about you. So thank you so much for joining us today. To kick off, I would love it if you could tell us a little bit more about you, your business, and what led you to starting a podcast. Yeah, so I started my business. I'm actually 2022 will be my fifth year in business full time, which seems like so crazy. And I started my business really from a place of we had made a big move. Personally, we made a big move from uh, one state to another state and just really was not marketable from a job perspective. And I decided that I was going to just take matters into my own hands and just do my own thing. And I was going to make it work. And so that's really kind of how it got started. There's a long backstory there. But of course, just in general, we made the leap. And it's evolved over time. And I really love, you know, especially as as my business has grown, I really love focusing, like I always say about fully booked, because there's so much pressure in the entrepreneurial space to hit big numbers or centered around these financial. And it just never really resonated with me. And so I finally sat down one day and I was like, what is it really? Like, what is the goal? What is the transformation that I really want to bring to people? And for me, it's fully booked. Like every single one of us, you define fully booked, then I define it versus somebody else. And so let's just focus on that, right? Like, I don't care how much money that means to you. I don't care how many clients it is. All that matters is if you define that as success, then let's work towards that. 
that's what's most important to me and really creating that unique journey for each individual person because their definition is different. Their journey to get there should be just as different. And as far as the podcast, I have wanted to start a podcast forever. I had the idea in 2019. I created this program called 30 Minutes to More and I was going to create a podcast that was centered around that. And I just shut down. The tech side of it overwhelmed me. And then, but I love talking. It's where I best show up. It's how I best serve. I love to be on video. And so I found myself constantly doing all of these little like five minute, 10 minute trainings inside my Facebook group. And I was like, that's your podcast right there. It was actually, I have to give you credit and you probably don't even know this, but you recommended to me the Daily Mind Medicine podcast. Oh, yeah, podcast, yes, 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 I remember. Which, so I started listening to it and I was like, this guy just shows up. He just yep. shows up and shares his tips and they're short and sweet yep. and to the point. And sometimes you hear wind in the background and I just <laughs> yeah, was I like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. <laughs> they don't need to be long. And so I just decided that I was going to create these short bite-sized episodes yeah. that were easy to digest and that I could just record on a whim, basically. Mm. No, that is amazing. I'd forgotten. I think I told quite a few people about that podcast, actually. And I love, I do love your podcast and its format and its structure. You know, I almost feel like you're here. So when I'm listening, I almost feel like you're in the room with me. I listened to your latest one this week and I was just like, Michelle is here. She's, you know, she's just telling me to get on. She's telling me what I need to do. It's just amazing. And you're right. Your presence on video, it's very clear how comfortable you are. And you just make it look so easy. So for some of us who are like, oh, I don't want to go live. (laughs) You just make it look so easy. And you've just got this aura, this thing about you that kind of draws people in. So yeah, no, I'm really glad that you made the podcast a reality. Yeah, I'm so happy, you know, and I think it's just getting out of your own head and realizing like I for a long time really struggled with the idea of only being able to do it audio, right? Like because I just felt weird talking to myself without (laughs) just into a mic. The thought of that, like it just seemed so awkward every time I was doing it, but I was like, yeah, but you go live all the time. You don't think anything of it. So I essentially just like told myself, okay, you're just going live, except for there was no audience. (laughs) I was just on Zoom by myself. But as soon as I did that, it made it so much easier. I like it just makes it that much easier. So I think finding what works for you, if you can, whatever that is in order to do it and just knowing how you best show up. And for me, that was video. And so I do all of my episodes on video. Video. Amazing. So you'll just hop on Zoom, record it that way. So you you don't have an audience, but you've got yourself and that helps you just get on and do it. Oh, that's that's a great tip. You haven't even got to the tips yet and you're just dropping them left, right and center. That's fantastic. And you talked about the tech overwhelm. So obviously, you know, you started your podcast in February. So you're a few episodes in about 50 odd. So how did you move from the tech is overwhelming to where you are now? I really decided I needed to outsource it, that there was no way I was going to do it myself. I just wasn't. I didn't want to. I know Mm -hmm. where where my strengths are. It's not that I couldn't do it, but I knew that I would not be able to sustain it if I was doing it myself. And so I just decided, like, I've got to find help with this, and I need to find all-encompassing help. So there was two things, actually. One was the tech. But then also just giving myself permission to not edit my episodes. They're not edited. Mm -hmm. 
And again, that daily mind medicine, I think, was a really big eye opener because sometimes, like I said, he's walking and you can hear the wind blowing or something going on. And I just thought, you know what? I just want to be real. I want people to relate to it. I just want to know that I want people to feel like when they're listening to my episode that it's like a thought that's immediately on my mind. And I've got to tell you this and I've got to tell it to you right now. And I don't care what else is happening in the world. I've just got to get this message to you. And I can't remember who I listened to, but somebody said like, stop being so worried about what it looks like. If you feel like your message is Mm. important, get it out because the listening ears that need to hear it will hear it regardless of all those things that are going on in the background. And that was a huge, so it was one, being able to outsource the tech and also giving myself permission that it didn't have to be perfect. Yeah, that is an absolutely amazing point. And what you just said really, it is true. If, you know, listeners, if you were to listen to Michelle's podcast, it is very much like I was listening to, I think it was last week's one about if you need clients, go <laughs> and find them. And I almost felt like I was listening in the car driving. I almost had to look around thinking <laughs> like, honestly, it was so true. But I almost felt like you were here shaking your finger at me, telling me, <laughs> just go and find them. Like, what do you need to do to make it happen? Just go like sitting here, just, you know, creating content or doing whatever it is that you do is not going to help you find clients. So yeah, I think that's a really, really good point. And I just wanted to pick up on the editing bit because listening to your podcast, I suppose what I'm trying to ask is over time, or maybe it comes from your experience of going live and speaking normally, but listening to your podcast, I don't get the impression that it's not badly recorded. So if there's no editing, you're obviously naturally speaking like that. But there's not a lot of ums and ahs and pauses or anything like that. That's just you naturally speaking. So did you train yourself to sort of, did you perfect your podcast voice, so to speak? Like I said, I had been used to going live and I know that I best show up on video or speaking versus writing or something of that sort. So for me, it comes very naturally. I know that sometimes it doesn't. The one thing that I struggle with is I tend to go off on tangents. It's very easy for me to repeat myself or to like, I could talk for a long time. So that was one (laughs) of the things is I gave myself a time limit. Like all my episodes have to be less than 10 minutes. Yeah. And one of the things that I will do a lot of times is if I have specific points, I put those points on a post-it note in front of me on my screen so I can keep track of it. But I'm very mindful of the time. So before I go live or like recording, I always have in my mind, like, what are we talking about? What are the three key points and how are you going to wrap it up? So sometimes I can do it off the cuff, like, because it's so prevalent in my head at that moment. Other times I really make sure I've got those points listed out. No, that that's absolutely amazing because I'm still finding my feet. I've usually got a whole script, not points. I need like a whole because I have like my brain goes blank. I tend to waffle. And a bit like yourself, I don't want podcast episodes that are, you know, 45, 60 minutes. For my solos, I want to keep them like today's one was seven minutes long. And I was like, yes, like, you know, you don't have to talk for the sake of talking. Just make it succinct to the point, provide value. And that's it. So that's, yeah, that's really interesting because I listened and I'm like, you just speak so eloquently. I appreciate that. Yeah, I did wonder if that was a skill that you developed over time that you've obviously brought into your podcast. It is. And again, a lot of it's because I'm just so used to going live. 
and I'm so used to being on video and I can do a lot of training and I can stand up and I can speak and I can train off the cuff. And I get that that is not natural for many people. Mm. So if you can really just, again, put those points up, like give yourself, sometimes I have six post-it notes across my screen (laughs) just to make sure I'm staying on track. Nobody needs to know that, right? Like it doesn't matter. And I think that was another key point for people that are maybe considering podcasts that I would love to bring up is that I think the old school podcast was that they had to be 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes in length. And now I think we live in this world of just information overload that Mm -hmm. the short, sweet, small episodes are so they're just amazing, right? Because you can listen to them, right? And most of us aren't traveling, we're not commuting anymore. So you're not in the car. And to listen to it. So don't be afraid to keep it short. Like sometimes a three or four minute podcast can be so impactful. Definitely. Definitely. No, that's a very good point. Thank you. You might have touched on this a little bit already, but can you tell us about any lessons you've learned, any challenges you've overcome? Have you stepped into the podcast host role? I think my biggest challenge was the fear of actually putting your message out there to the masses right? Because when I would go live in my Facebook group, couldn't be shared. It was just there. It was my own small group. You don't know. In the world of podcasting, you have no idea who's listening, right? You don't know how they're finding it. You don't know who's listening. I find the analytics to be really kind of tough to even figure Mm. out. So that was a huge challenge to me is like, am I ready to put my message out to the world? Am I ready? Because I just had this fear of you always have those people in the back of your head that tell you like, you're going to have haters when you start to go public, you know, you start to put your message out there more publicly, you're going to have haters. So Okay. Yeah. You have to wrap your mind around the fact that, you know what, again, the people that need your message will listen to it. The people that do not resonate with it, they won't. So don't worry about it. Stop hiding from it and just put it out there. That was a huge challenge for me is like just facing the fact that this felt so public. I remember my mom asking me, why is this such a big deal to you? Like, I want to understand why this podcast is such an accomplishment for you. And I told her, I said, it's the publicity of it all. It's so public. It's putting yourself out there that could potentially open you up to a place of vulnerability that you have not been. And that was really my challenge. And obviously the tech, but if you can find somebody like yourself to outsource it to, just take it away. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that fear. I spent about three weeks getting stuck on the name. But in that time, there was that, like you mentioned, that voice. Oh my gosh, I show up on Instagram. I show up on LinkedIn. I show up on Facebook. But that's just a small number of people. And like you said, your podcast can be heard by anyone on this globe, <laughs> on the globe. You can't put a name to those numbers that you see in your hosting platform. But yeah, I think I just got to a point where I just had to put it out of my mind. And sometimes even now it still pops up. I'm like, okay, go away. (laughs) Go away. Don't throw me off track because it is super, super scary. I was chatting to someone yesterday and she podcasts because, you know, she loves the community and getting feedback from her listeners. But that's something I'm only on episode 15 and that's something I'm still getting used to. So when people email, (laughs) email me or comment, I'm like, mm, yeah, you can just keep that to yourself. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, you did? You yeah. listened? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or they'll give you, oh, I love this episode. Or, this is just what I need. Whatever it might be, whatever um, compliment. 
And I just don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, that's great. Next, keep scrolling. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I hope to overcome that. <laughs> yeah, you have to embrace it, right? And think about the fact that like, this is what we worked for, right? This is why we did it, you yeah. know? This is the whole point. <laughs> yeah. I have somebody who emailed me and she was like, I have listened to every single one of your episodes. Wow. I don't miss them. I, you know, I, I listen every single week when you release those episodes and I just am like, really? You do? You've listened to every one? Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of time out of her day. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're short and sweet, but she listens to them. She does still commute, but still I'm like, oh my gosh, you've listened to all of them? Really? You haven't missed yeah. one? Oh, fantastic. Is there anything that you wish you'd known before starting out? I think the only thing I'm trying to think, well, but wish I had known before. Mm, I think it's just knowing that it really isn't as hard as we make it out to be, right? Like we make it out like, yes, but you got to add the intro and you got to add an outro and then you got to edit these episodes and you got to upload them and then you got to create an audiogram and you got to get the graphic and like all these things, right? And it's, (laughs) but they kind of flow. A, I don't deal with it. I don't do Mm -hmm. any of it. And I'm so grateful (laughs) for that, that I literally just upload my episodes and that's it. I just send raw video files, but it's not that hard. There are so many tools out there that really do make it easier. And it's not that hard once you get into this flow of it to just keep going with it. It's really not that difficult. So I definitely think having somebody to help, it makes a big difference. It makes, it just takes Mm -hmm. the pressure off, but also understanding that it can always be changed too. You know, and your first episodes are always going to make you cringe if you go back and listen to them. Like, oh my God, I cannot believe I put that yeah. out there. Doesn't matter. Every single podcaster, go back to episode one. They all are weird, right? They all are awkward. You can see the growth, can't you? Exactly. Like, yeah. you just listen to them and they just sound different. So I don't know that there's anything. Really, it's just that. It's just get over your, your own fears. Yeah. I do agree. I think, so for me, when I came into the industry and I moved into podcast management, like you said, there were so many moving parts and I thought, right, how can I break this down? And that's why I have my four Ps. So I break them down into prep, produce, publish and promote. And that's what I kind of tell my clients. So in the prep phase, you do this. In the produce phase, you do this. And just so that they can, especially if you're a DIYer, and you find yourself on Google and all the different articles and your brain just wants to explode, <laughs> to explode by so much information. I think you're right. It's just about breaking it down and each step does flow quite nicely into the next, but you just need to be able to create a workflow that works for you and finding tools that work for you to make it easier. So, you know, using a scheduler to schedule your graphics Mm-hmm. You can, I'm a big fan of batch recording. So, you know, allocate a weekend or whenever suits your schedule to, you know, get those recordings done or the interviews done and then outsource your editing. Or again, you take another day to edit and you just get them uploaded and that's your month finish. So there's so many different things that you can do to make it easier. But I think two things that like you mentioned, the tech, people starting out, they're like, oh, and then information overload. It's just so much information. It is. It's 
It really is. And with anything, no matter what you do, there's every single person, every single expert has their own way of doing it, right? Some people love this platform and other people say this one's okay. And so again, I think the thing you have to keep in mind is that it can always be changed. It can always be changed. You just have to get started, get your feet wet, figure out like what's working. And then Mm -hmm. if you feel like you need to change it, you can, but it's just getting it out there. Just get started with it. Yeah, I think a lot of people try to be perfect from the outset and no, because you will grow and you said you'll change. So just get started, just do it and then go from there. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's amazing. You have shared quite a few tips already, but what's one tip that you would share with aspiring podcasters? Just do it. No. Yeah. (laughs) Find help. Truly find help. If you are not a DIYer and find somebody that can help you do it, number one. And Mm -hmm. also the batch, the batch content is huge. I try to have at least a month ahead out, like a month to two months of episodes pre-recorded because the stress that was another big challenge that was holding me back of feeling like I was going to get behind or like I'm going on vacation next week. That pressure. Do I have to No, like figure out what you need to do to get them pre-recorded. Like I did not launch my podcast until I I think I launched with 21 episodes recorded. Yeah. So it just really took the pressure off because for several weeks, I can't remember, we were traveling in like for several weeks in a row, I didn't have time to record and it didn't matter. They were done. So getting ahead of the game as far ahead of the game as you can is going to take a lot of the stress and pressure of the consistency off. Mm -hmm. I love that. You've shared so many tips, but yes, that deserves a big tick from me. So yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining me today. I know you have an offer that you'd like to share with our listeners. Could you let us know more? And of course, where people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So of course, you can find me on my podcast, Strategy in Small Doses. That's where I put out my best content and um, on LinkedIn. But yeah, I'm getting ready to launch a five-day program. It'll be a five-day like mini workshop. It'll run consistently. So I don't know, depending on when you're listening to this, you can probably catch it at any point. It's called The Route to Fully Booked. And it's a five-part framework to really help you break down what that route is to get you to fully booked, to help you position you as an expert, to help create consistency and confidence around your offers and services and packages, and really fine-tuning that target market and creating that plan for execution. So I'm super excited to get that launched. And then there will be, if you want to dive deeper, there's a program that goes beyond that. But yeah, the five-day mini workshop will be launching September 27th. So if you've listened after that, then um, there you can, it'll be available uh, mid-October. Right. So they can catch that one. And I have done quite a few of Michelle's stuff. I'm in a Facebook group. Do you want to mention your Facebook group as well? Oh, yeah. my Okay. So yeah, the Facebook group (laughs) fully booked solopreneur and freelancers. So I started making I decided that in starting in September, 
promotion was going to be mandatory inside of there, but in a fun way to really just start getting people visible, letting people know you exist. There's so many amazing people out there. And yet we hide, we hide behind our keyboards, we hide just hoping people are going to come find us. So I have created all of these amazingly fun prompts that just get you talking and sharing about yourself and your business and connecting with others. So yeah, anybody that wants to join is more than welcome to do that as long as you are willing to commit to showing up and promoting yourself. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic group. So I will make sure that I link all those details in the show notes. And of course, I will see you around LinkedIn and in your Facebook group. So it's not goodbye, but see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Michelle, and we'll chat soon. Awesome. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.